0: Gentlemen. Listen to the crowd roar. It's your Saturday morning sports fill-up. Iron woman Candice Warner, Racing Royalty Richard Friedman, and Armchair Expert Brendan Anakin. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Welcome back.
1: Well, the penultimate show. Welcome to it. Yeah. Got to say it plenty today.
2: Yeah. A little bit too much.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. It's just one of my favourite words. What are you going to call next week's show? The ultimate show. The finale.
2: Best off.
1: See,
0: yeah.
1: Pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Because we're knackered. Show. We're knackered. So I, I don't, we're knackered. It's been a long year, so I don't think it's going to be the ultimate show. No. But it'll certainly be the last one. <laughs> okay. Uh, a bit going on. Uh, we didn't get to, actually. Hamish McLennan yeah. uh, resigning as yeah. uh, chairman of Rugby Australia. Former Wallaby Dan Herbert's taken his place. Yeah, well, when you're standing at the end of the plank with a
3: with a sword poked in your belly, you, and, you know, then yeah. you resign. I say
1: resign with like little rabbit ears quotation marks.
3: there. Yes, yes. I they think. did
2: offer him a director's role, and which he turned down. But I'm surprised it's taken this long. To be honest, mm. really? Yes, he did do so, like he. Yes, he did do some good things, he, but he also did some. Well, I was going to say stuff. that.
3: <laughs> no <one's, laughs> no one was going to say that. No, I don't know Amish, but he seemed to. Lose his support base, didn't he? Yeah. All, he was, all the all the, the teams around the country, you know, all the other states other than New South Wales sort of turned on him. I mm. think
2: he was very bullish and he also at times would double down on some of the things that he would say, which he was not reading the room, with the stuff with the Eddie Jones and, and – oh. I can't. Um, I
1: can't stand nostalgic decisions all that
2: kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Nostalgic decisions, like it hap- It worked in the past, so it must work now. Twenty yep. years later. Yeah. N- often not the case. <laughs> That's the right. Often not the case. That's kind of the rugby. I don't think you'll be it? missed. It is. Yeah. It's always been this way, and it will forever be yeah. this way. Yeah. Something yeah. needs to change there. Well, Harvey Norman, um, they've cancelled their sponsorship yep. for Rugby Australia
3: next Straight year. Straight out the
1: door. That's a problem. They've well, got big problems. Yeah, they've got,
3: to, they, they've got to somehow cut some costs and fill up their coffers. Mm. Why would something. you want to
2: sponsor them, though, with what's going on and what you've seen and the whole thing's just been an absolute shit show? Why yeah, would you yeah. want to well, be a part of that? But, but
3: how, how, how are they going to make – I suppose they'll make some money out of the lines, the British and Irish lines tour, but really, do you want to go and see the, the Wallabies get beaten by 30 on their present form?
1: Mm. No. They have to – Turn it around a lot. Absolutely. Um, we missed the Bulldog stuff as well uh, on air, but you wonderful people on the podcast get to hear about it. A veteran prop, Siwa Takiahos move to the Bulldogs is off. He failed a medical. Failed a vet. Failed a medical that revealed a, f- a serious foot injury earlier this I believe week. he was sold subject to vet. Yes, he was. Yes, and he did not pass that uh, veterinary examination. Yeah. <laughs> With a bad foot. Yeah, I don't think they're unhappy that they've found him to be lame.
2: And also, if you see the Daily Telegraph today, um, there is also another new pap shot of Gus Gould meeting uh, Fenua Blake. Yes. So That's what I that's, what I, allude- yeah, that's yes. what I was alluding. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> alluding. Secret meeting yeah. with a with a paparazzi told yeah. what time they
1: would be at Canterbury's <laughs> League Absolutely. for a secret meeting in the Chinese restaurant down there. <laughs> um yeah, uh it frees up plenty of space to ch- to chase Aden Fanuel Blake. You you what is it between the Dragons and Bulldogs for Fanuel Blake? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. They may get their man. Uh, Matt Burton uh, is also He failed a bit. No, 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 no. Well, not yet. Uh, he's still in the 5-8th position. He's shutting down any, any suggestion he'd be better served moving to the centres. That's been the talk this week. I heard he failed a vet. No, 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 he's been fine. He's all right. He's fit. He's fit as a fiddle. Oh, I hope so. He's fit as a fiddle. I like him.
2: I don't know about him in the centres.
1: Well, it's a lot of money to pay for a centre. Isn't it? Yes. I think they just need to give him some time. And, and
2: I don't think he would want to go to centre either.
1: I Let him run around for a few rounds with the cattle they're getting yep. in. In five eighths, and let's have a look at
2: that. And then reassess after around five.
1: Yes. Should I call Gus? Yeah,
2: do it. <laughs> yeah, we've sorted their yeah, problems. Yeah, it's
1: Candice and Brendan yeah. from Triple M. That's it, legend, He's got no idea who eh? I am. Um, plenty on the podcast as well. Alyssa Healy joined us. Uh, will she be the next Australian women's captain? I think Odds she, on. Yeah, I think she wants to be as yes. well. You'll hear from her. Uh, Andy Harper joined us, Fox commentator of uh, Football Commentator. Wonderful man.
2: Yeah, he was great. Really yeah. loved Richard's questions.
1: Oh, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Loved your questions. <laughs> oh. I was quite flattered. Yeah, three <laughs> times on no the same question. That. He commented on how good the question was. No one has ever said that to no, me no, before. No. It was a good question. He'll talk you through <laughs> the, uh, what this national second tier in the A-League looks like and uh, whether promotion or relegation will become viable for the league um, as well. So, look, plenty on.
2: So much on. So much Which on. Which is
1: strange for the end of November. Well,
3: you know, the, the whole sporting calendar now is just 24-7, 365. Yeah. There's something on.
1: If you're looking for some obscure sports, I've got some for you next week. Oh, I've got good. a couple of prezzies for you guys next week too. Oh. You'll be
3: building this up.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be good. Yeah, but I, I think you will love what I've gotten you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't cost much.
2: Now I feel the pressure. Now I feel like this week I have to go out and get you guys something. This is what he's doing. It's the ultimate. He's putting pressure
1: on us to buy him a nice present. But this this is the thing. It's the ultimate thoughtful gift, I think.
3: Oh, thoughtful.
1: He's added Mm -hmm. that in as well. Proper thoughtful. Because it it hasn't cost much because you would hate me to spend too much money on you. Um, (laughs) But see now. But it's shown shown I've listened to you
3: during the year.
2: Oh, no.
1: This is how I read this. I
3: want a really nice present. I've bought you crap.
2: Yeah, (laughs) but it's
4: thoughtful. But it's
1: thoughtful. But it's thoughtful. Yeah, and I have wrangled a hat off you too. So you're going to bring me a Friedman Racing cap and a puffer jacket and a puffer jacket. So thanks very much. Uh, Okay, and I know, and you're
2: getting a signed Warner shirt off me. Yes,
1: and we're getting a signed. What are we getting from you? I didn't know it was a thoughtful present. Yeah, yeah, you're (laughs) going to love it. Doesn't
2: cost much. Truly,
1: and now that I've heard all that, what I've got pales in comparison. (laughs) It's shit. (laughs) We'll get to it next week uh, for the ultimate slash season finale, whatever it is. Anyway, enjoy the uh, penultimate show.
0: Clichés, time committee. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.
1: Forgive us, forgive us. I know it's six days old or thereabouts, but how good were Australia in the Cricket World <laughs> Cup? Yes. We haven't had a chance to talk uh. about it. Her husband's Dave Warner, so we must. Unreal performance. Gee, I doubted them, but God, they were good.
2: They were fantastic. I was a little bit nervous when uh, Pat Cummins won the toss and elected to bowl first. I think everyone thought they would have had a bat, but, gee, it turned out to be the right call, and they were fabulous.
3: Oh, but the best part comes after the win, the whinging, the carping, the excuses. You know, a World Cup shouldn't be won on pitch selection. Hang on. This is the country that has been pitch manipulating for like generations and now they get beaten at their own game because the Australians worked out that apparently the certain type of dirt that they grow the pitch in reacts differently to the dew coming down.
1: All this scientific stuff and said... We've got a bat first. I'm so glad you brought this up. I saw we've this. got a bat second. I should. say. I saw this during the week. This is from Mohammed Kaif. Uh I can never accept, never that the best team has won the World Cup. The Indian team is the best team on paper. Well, that's not where it's won, mate. Is it? No. It's won yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: I think Michael Vaughan, the former England captain, came out saying, "Well, I'm pretty sure the best team that won is the one, is the team that holds a trophy." Up.
1: Oh, tell me about it. That's the thing. Hey, this is people talking about the toss. It's like if you lose the toss then that's it, right? So what I'm thinking is get rid of the toss when you get to the finals. What do you think of that? And the higher place team, whoever the higher place team was, no. they get to choose what they do. No. no that's Why? not
3: cricket. Because that's, that's not, that's not how cricket what's works. done. Bad okay.
1: luck. Oh, I, thought that, I thought that would be that's, met with approval. That's
2: really, that's really that's dreadful. Shit, that's you wow. know what? Okay. That, that, I thought I was going to get like a round
1: was, of applause. I thought no, I'd be chaired no, out no, of the studio. You'll be chaired out, all that's right.
2: That's as dreadful as just before we went on air, Richard said to Brendo, what would you name a certain horse? And and Brendo said, well, Growing up, I always wanted to name my horse Cookies and Cream. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like we should throw it out there yeah. to the listeners. I'm glad I
3: knew that. One I'm glad
2: we, I do know that.
3: yes yeah. that's a really shit name. I and, was, and 10, I'm never going to ask. I was you.
2: ten, but you would still call your horse that now. Hundred
1: percent. Yeah.
2: If you could own a racehorse, what would you name it? Well, we'll, we'll, well take some
1: calls during race of the day,
3: hey. Well,
2: you, you need
1: you need to know the
3: breeding of the horse and all this sort of thing. it's a, it's well,
2: a complicated no, business. I, just, just,
1: I wasn't aware of progeny when I was ten. Do you, do you understand? And and, really? and size and dame. You were no, ten, I and you still didn't size. know. <laughs> Who cares
2: about the breed? What would be. The oh, best name that you could name your horse.
1: We'll get to that a little bit later. Hey, uh, plenty to PG, get to. PG, Okay, keep it PG. PG, and we will check. Um, plenty are uh, going on in the rugby league. Well, Jerome Luai is he going to stay at the Panthers? Is he going to leave for a, an historic Go. sum of money? Go, yeah, yeah. sir. Well, he's leaving. He's yeah. he's going
3: one of two places.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was we'll mid- talk about. It was a, it was a tease. It was a hook, but he's going. <laughs> And we'll get to it. Uh, very strangely, Michael Maguire leaving the Kiwis as well after he was contracted until 2026. He's getting the New South Wales origin job. No, I it? know, but oh, not, not very good work from the Kiwis, I don't think. We'll get to that in the sports update. Uh, Alyssa Healy is going to join us talk Sydney smash in the WBBL. And next, uh, Fox commentator Andy Harper joining us. Of course, the Sydney Derby. You've got Western Sydney Wanderers taking on Sydney tonight. There's
2: mm. a lot going on around that Moore Park area with the. Mm. the- the derby tonight and yep. then you've got the, the Sydney smashing the cricket yeah. tomorrow.
3: And then you've got Clover trying to close the golf
1: course. That's because it. only people with Rolls Royces go to more park Nine course. holes, baby. Just play it twice and you've done 18. Thanks. Don't worry about it.
0: Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends.
1: A big week in the A-Leagues, a national second tier, an expansion uh, over in Auckland introduced, as well as uh, the Sydney Derby tonight to unpack it all, joined by football commentator and... An- Analyst, oh, that nearly got dangerous. Uh, Andy Harper, good morning, my friend. Yeah, thanks for not
5: making that. <laughs> it's always well, up. Can I start compromised me from the start? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: very quickly. Uh, I'm a big Macarthur Bulls fan. That was a harrowing last five seconds last night, uh, drawing to a ten man uh, Melbourne team in Lamia. Yeah,
5: yeah. Unfortunate I- for Macarthur, they've started the season. Fantastic. I mean, how many seconds away from going clear at the top of the comp after five? five right? I can tell you be- five. I saw it on the <laughs> oh, clock, you Andy. You were
6: doing the counting. <laughs> you were doing
5: yeah. it. It was an agonising way uh, to drop the points. I looked Probably on balance, Melbourne, Victor deserves something out of the game. If yeah. you were to be totally objective, I'm not asking you to be that, of course. No, you I, I agree with to...
1: Andy because they—they there were so many times they could have kept pressing and they just didn't. It was like the opposite of Ange Ball, you know what I mean? Yes,
5: yeah. it's a very good observation. You know, Milos Tijoski, the coach, doing a great job. Um, to get his team where he's, where he's at. But it's a completely different view on how to set up a football mm. field from Ange Postecoglou. You're, you're 100% right.
2: Andy, the Sydney Derby is on tonight in front of a sold-out crowd at Allianz, which is huge. Is, is soccer finally getting the support oh. it deserves?
5: Candace, soccer's got plenty of support. There's no worries about that. It's been a series of bad decisions from people who, frankly, should have known better. Um over recent years, which has caused discussions off the field. Um, but to hear that result of uh, of what's coming up tonight is a fantastic shot in the arm. It's a real you know two weeks ago this this fixture, as big as it is, and it's a huge one, the Sydney Derby, but two weeks ago this fixture was looking as flat as a pancake. yeah, mm. lost their first three games. And if you told anyone in the first three weeks of the season that the derby's going to be sold out the first one of the season, they would have put you in the, in, in the funny farm, you know. Yeah. But, but Oofok-Talade's first game in, big win against Adelaide, fantastic timing, and, and this is going to be a great game. Two very good teams.
3: Football's on a bit of a roll. You've got uh, the National Second Division being announced. Um, look, it seems like it'll be really big for the sport. Is that someone's, just someone's best guess that you, you have a second division or are there, there sort of markers and stats that say we need one?
5: Well, what a fantastic question. You know, a lot of emotion has gone into this and most in in these discussions, and that's where it's probably ended. Emotion, wishing we were like Europe um, and having promotion relegation and all this sort of stuff. But the way you put that question is a fantastic one. The measure is we need more professional opportunities for uh, players, men and women in Australia. Mm. Um, The A-League has been a closed shop. It is a closed shop. And with a limited number of teams, it's a limited number of opportunities. So The, the, the theory behind this is, is building up another tier where people can get more solid, um, competitive football in a full-time environment um, as a launch pad to growing the next phase of the game. It's a really well-asked question. The the announcement about the National Second Division is 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 getting a lot of mixed responses, but... Mine was a, a happy one to mm. see at least a statement had been made and some fantastic old clubs. Oh, iconic. clubs. Iconic. And brilliant, brilliant. And if, if they can find a way to be brought into the top tier of football, I think it's a positive thing.
2: Financially, though, is it possible? I mean, we see uh, like Newcastle, they don't have owners at the moment. There's yeah. other clubs tipping in. Is it financially, is it possible?
5: Well, this is the big question, Candice. Look, I'm yet to be shown how it can be. I want the clubs to actually be protected from oblivion because, you know, this could wipe clubs out. It, it will be such a significant leap financially. I'm going to assume that they've done their work and they've found their supporters and sponsors, et cetera. The question of sustainability comes into mind yeah. and the whole revenue-raising thing and the cost of this, Candace, you bang on, you bang on. So until that gets answered, we won't know. But we keep pushing the drain.
1: And, and to be clear, I, I think the earliest I heard was twenty thirty four that this would be a prospect of, of um, uh, promotion and relegation. So it's well, still, it's still there, a long way know. yeah, it's still but a long that's, way away. That's
5: because the A League license is uh, are protected until twenty thirty four, um, and and in understanding that, probably people shouldn't realise that if you're asking people to run a sports business at significant losses in the meantime between 10 and $15 million a year, uh, asking them to invest in academies and infrastructure and stadiums and training facilities, mm. with the thought of them being relegated in 12 months' time, people aren't going to commit that sort of investment. Yeah. That's it.
1: it, it is right. is tough. Tough.
5: So uh, these are very difficult, sensitive, complex uh, considerations that the Games leaders have to wrestle with.
1: That's it. Well, you can catch all the A-League action on Paramount+. Plus. What games are you calling this uh, this weekend, Andy Harper?
5: line for the Derby. Today. Lovely. Oh, good a derby, And a winner? Give us a tip. I, I, I think Sydney might keep going. Ooh, wow. That. Get a second week bounce out of woofuck Tele. It'll be a big call because the Wanderers are looking fantastic to start the season. Seriously fantastic. As good as they've ever looked, I reckon. Seems
1: like it was the right call maybe to, to part ways with Corica.
5: Yeah, I, no question. And, yeah. and I, I think even if Bimby would say himself, you know, it was probably time. When you look at at the bounce that the team got. Now, the challenge for Ruffy is to build the team from here. But mm. very clearly, the battery had run flat. It had, the players – this was not a push by senior players to get rid of Steve Corica. This was just a fact that good, fantastic players, good people had just lost the drive. Yeah. It was They needed a new voice, a new set of eyes. Um, to spark them up, and it took them about two minutes in that game against Adelaide, and they were away. And if they bring that form into tonight, there's no thinking, no, there's nothing to suggest that they won't up against this fantastic Wanderers team. This could be a derby to remember. I can't wait for it.
1: And we'll hear you calling it on Paramount Plus. We'll catch you next time, Andy Harper. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Andy.
0: Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update.
1: What about this Panthers star Jerome Luai is firming to become a tiger in 2025 after reportedly being tabled, oh, wait for it, a 4-year 4.5 million dollar contract to join the embattled club. He's got to go. Go. See hey, you, mate. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, and
2: it's not just about the money. So What I do you th- mean? Well, it's not yes, just it about the money. He's also getting an opportunity to play at number okay, 7. Okay, well
3: don't don't get as much money then. No, but we'll see I, if he goes for that. Yeah, mm. but I'm
2: saying if it isn't money, the fact that he gets to be the chief playmaker, which he's not going to get at Penrith. No.
1: Um, and he gets to choose to be the chief playmaker at six or seven. See, I,
2: I don't know
3: why he – if if
1: I don't know for a fact that he does have this you know
3: abiding passion to be the play, chief playmaker, but if he does, why? He's pretty good
2: at what he does. And I think going to the Tigers, who have got the wooden spoon the last two years, he'd be – With Apicorosau, who Mm. they play together at the Panthers. See, he's a playmaker. But I also think he would want to show everyone that he can do it. So I think it would bring the best out of him. Why? Because it's a personal challenge.
1: But you know, once you've been doing the same thing for a few few years, it's a personal
2: challenge and
1: you're making heaps of money. In in his role, the way
3: he plays, no one in the competition does that better. Why would you want to do something else? Like a golfer who's number one in the world who wants to change his swing. He obviously
2: thinks he can be better at number seven or he has that desire and that passion and at the end of the day that's what drives you is that desire and that passion yes money is great but that's not what helps you get up in the morning
1: and I think both sides would be fine with it too because I mean for him great some extra money you get to a, you know change of change of pace for Penrith really good as well I'd love him to stay as a fan but also fine if he goes because that frees up what eight fifty a year in mm. the cap that's yeah, right. who are you going to spend it on though well, that's the thing. The next you know? up and come. Well, do you have to spend it? That's the thing. You keep a war chest for later because our junior program—it's the best in the league. Mm. You well, know what I mean, I—I
3: I, I think you'll go to the Tigers. You should.
1: The other—the other team that he
3: might go to would be the Bulldogs. I reckon it's just down to those two. Oh, I think they're playing oh, for. What about Noah Blake? No, I think I think it's Bulldogs or Tigers now.
2: Well, for Noah Blake, well, he has been chatting to the dogs, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Yes, and who hasn't been? Well, he
1: has to be paid nine fifty as well. Who does? Uh, Fenua Blake. Why does he have to? Because the Warriors don't want him on their books.
3: No. So and that's they, his contract. Yeah, so they've got to pay an existing contract.
1: Does anyone really want to pay 950? Well, no, but it's it's up to him. They've said you can leave, but we're not covering any of the are not we're,
3: gonna, we're not going to lose. No, absolutely
1: not. That's fair um, enough. Let's go on to Michael Maguire, prospective Blues coach. Uh, well, he's resigned as Kiwis coach after an ultimatum which are, they're never fun. A New Zealand RRL issued stating he must choose between the roles. Usually the ultimatum isn't doesn't work out well.
3: No. You know, but they've said to him, listen, you're either staying here or you're going there. And he said, see ya. Well, the former yeah. New Zealand players,
2: they weren't too happy um, with the whole situation. and And I think he's done a fantastic job with New Zealand. Look what they've done recently. They won games where they weren't expected to win. But I also think... That challenge of coaching New South Wales is too big of a carrot for, for Maguire to give up.
3: It, it also catapults him back into the Sydney scene, which may be where he ultimately wants to be. Oh, he know? definitely does. Yeah. Well, he's
2: openly said that he wants to coach an NRL, be a head coach of an NRL yeah. team again. And we know that he's been you know, behind Ricky Stewart at Canberra, but I really think that This New South Wales job, I think they've only offered him a one year contract, which I think is crazy. I think they're
1: going two now. Yeah, so they should. Yeah, I've heard two. Because
2: what happens if they lose that first game? Mm. Oh, see you later, Maguire.
1: Well, I
3: don't know if he'd want longer than one year. I suppose, you know, coaches can leave any time they like. You say you don't want to be the coach anymore, they're not going to hold you And what is a contract contract these days? Yeah,
1: bit of job security. But
3: but you know what? You know, the way they change coaches in
1: the NRL, Mm. at the end of one year, a great
3: opportunity could be there. Oh, well, maybe I there. get a
2: job at the Wallabies. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah,
1: anyone can at the moment. Uh, Dave Riccio reporting that uh, they want one of their own. So Nathan Kalis or Stacey Jones, favourite to take over at the, at the Kiwis. Uh, Lionel Messi's World Cup jerseys could set a record for sale price for game-worn memorabilia when they go under the hammer at Sotheby's. We're looking at over $10 million for a set of six, a set of six first-half jerseys worn in the World Cup.
2: You'd need a, a long wall. A long wall. A long wall. Is it? Are they all just lined up in one frame, or are they sort of two, two, two? Well, I think how, how they're just. They... Indiv-
1: I don't even know if they're framed, to be honest. Oh, I do Here be you go. Framed. Do what you like with them. What do they just folded up in a corner? Maybe I haven't seen them. I haven't been invited to Sotheby's to look at them. Uh, the current record is uh, Michael Jordan's '98 NBA Finals jersey. That was ten point one million. See, that was just for one jersey.
2: This is a bargain then.
1: Yeah, he's six for six for ten mil. <laughs> Bit of fun. You got any treasured items, sports memorabilia? Uh, not so much sports. I'm You'd gonna, have a gonna,
2: whip I, or something, I, wouldn't I, I've you? Got a,
3: <laughs> I've got a few trophies from, you know, relatively major horse races.
1: So mm-hmm.
3: I, I You've kinda, had a bit of
2: success, Richard. I
3: kind of value them. Haven't but, you held on to something? Yes. Hmm. For 35 years, wow. I have held on to a small wooden yellow clog with a bottle opener on the end of it. <laughs> right. Okay. And the clog goes everywhere. It is, I've lived in 11 houses in that time. Yes. The clog has gone to every single one of them and currently resides in the one I'm in at the moment. Okay. The dog has chewed it, the paint is coming off it, but the clog must never go. It sits so beautifully in the hand. How
2: ridiculous is a clog? <laughs> I, I had a pair of clogs growing up. <laughs> one of
1: the more uncomfortable shoes. You're absolutely
3: right.
2: they so ridiculous.
1: Um, sports memorabilia? Something that you've hung oh, on no. to that you treasure?
2: No, oh, gosh. David has a lot. Hmm. Um and well, just, just memorabilia what's, what's in general. David
1: got
3: that?
2: Oh. oh, you know, or some of bats and 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 shirts and everything. But we we've moved around a fair bit, and the thing, Dave's a bit of a hoarder. Yeah, and it kills me because I'm so far from being a hoarder that it's not funny. But yes, you're we a minimalist, have aren't you? Tubs and tubs and tubs of his playing shirts. Yeah, and think that about this. Every series that he plays, he gets three of them or four of them. Doesn't four he? or five,
3: really. Oh, and he keeps them all. All of them. Oh. There and I'm the what one who got? has
2: to box them all up and put them. We have boxes of shirts. What what else you got, around there? what, what do you what do well, you want?
1: I, you know, I don't know. Has he got any interesting other stuff? Uh Can, can we can we
3: give
2: difference. away one
1: next week? Can you swipe one and give away one yep. next week? Yep. Done. All right. We're going to give away a Dave Warner shirt next week. That's unreal. Yeah, come on. I'd like a Dave Warner shirt. I also want one. Bring three. One triple three <laughs> five three. What is your treasured bit of sports? I well, just you'd want re- his Box. I don't, I don't want his box. <laughs> Keep his box at home. No. 133353. Uh, what is your be. treasured bit of. We'll just go memorabilia. What's your treasured bit of memorabilia? Yeah. Uh, we've got 100. Something odd would be good. Something really. Yeah, Clog bit. was up there.
0: Lamb's dead said legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.
1: What's your treasured bit of memorabilia after, uh, well, Lionel Messi is due to set a record. They're thinking with that uh, six of his World Cup jerseys going under the hammer uh, for a reported, well, over $10 million. That's all right. That's overs to me, I reckon. There's
2: only really one that you would want. The one that he actually wore in yeah. that World Cup yeah. winning game. If, yeah. you, if
1: you're ever doing a
3: garage sale, you always you have a box full of absolute crap with one good thing on the top. That's it what it sells. Is.
2: So really, mm. there's only one good one there. And is it really the one that he wore? Cause I'm sure he would keep that for himself.
1: Absolutely. He gave a few away as so well. So this is a rort. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. R- Rick and Norellin, <laughs> uh, what's your treasured bit of memorabilia? Uh,
7: the young folks will never understand this, but on Friday at Peter Brock's last race at Orrin Park, I... Took a, a couple of photos, raced to Liverpool on the Saturday morning to a, a photography shop, got it, a photo developed to A3 size, and oh. got it signed by him on the Sunday.
3: Ah, oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty. You, you did a bit of work for that.
1: Oh, I would value
7: that's
5: that. That's cool.
3: Yeah.
1: Well done. Oh, well brilliant. done. We that's like good. That one. Uh, what about you, Simon? In Liverpool, uh, what's your treasured bit of memorabilia? <laughs>
5: I've
7: got a signed and framed David Beckham LA Galaxy jersey when Ooh. he was in Sydney many years ago. That's Ooh. good.
1: Yeah, that's got some value. Oh, so you would have taken oh, yeah. you would have taken that to him? so you would have got that for free. He just he just signed it for you to meet and greet.
7: No, no, no. I, I bought it off a, um, a memorabilia dealer. Okay. Ah. And that you know it's a good gift for my daughter for a, for a, her birthday present.
1: Hmm. Mm. What's something like that cost?
7: Uh, it was in the thousands, but I believe now it's worth. Heaps and heaps of dollars now. Great. Great. Heaps of
0: dollars. Unreal. Just investment.
2: trying to think if there was some sort, something that I would want, some sort of sporting See, memorabilia. What I, I think it's it dangerous giving
3: that, that shirt to the daughter. Why? Well, you know, one day when she's old enough, she'll walk out of the bedroom with some, you know, boyfriend mm. and she'll be wearing that shirt um. and it'll taint you forever. <laughs> yeah, but
2: if it's framed.
3: <laughs> Wait,
1: your daughters are that old. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> uh, David, on 13353, what's your treasured bit of memorabilia?
6: Uh, hey, guys, yeah, I've got a signed
1: bat phone from the Batman TV series signed by Adam West. Adam West. West.
3: No. That's, no cool. that's That's proper memorabilia. That That's hard to beat. What did you A signed bat phone
1: <laughs> from Adam West, the original. Uh, how much did that set you back, David?
7: I'd rather not say in case my wife's listening.
1: Okay, just but, pre- like if she's not listening, just pretend she's not listening, just give us a ballpark. It's just us. It's just us. <laughs>
7: 1500 just for you guys. Wow. That's all right. You yeah,
6: it
1: was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, without clearing it with your wife, probably <laughs> any amount's no good.
0: <laughs> the port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's it. And also from
1: the Rusty's Garage podcast, you can find that on the listener app. Good morning, my friend.
2: Morning, team. How are we? Always good.
1: Very well. I'll ask the first question here. <laughs>
3: okay. I will ask the questions. <laughs> oh. Christian Horner versus Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. Now, yes. what, this is this tit-for-tat rubbish about who asked who to join Red Bull. What is going on there?
6: Well, I think this kind of dates back to you and I debating about who the biggest rivalries currently are in the pit lane a few weeks ago, doesn't it? I mean, mm. it, there is uh, ongoing um, tension between these two uh, um
2: it
3: must have job. started before this. This, this can't be at the cause of all the tension. No, because this is like rubbish. An
2: ego off.
6: Yeah, you know, you know what elite sport is like, right? When you're talking about the two of the biggest operators.
3: Oh, biggest egos
6: in the pit <laughs> <fifth> lane, right? <laughs> and they—they're very strong, both of them politically, very, very strong. So, I honestly, at this point in time, in terms of the story, don't know who to believe because Horn is saying um, that that the conversation is more or less coloured up, uh, or sorry that that. Um, if I come back the other direction, it, that, that Toto believes that, that um, Christian's kind of um, made more of the story than what perhaps it really was. And that Lewis is quite upfront about the, the approach from them. He's saying that it came from Red Bull, whereas they're saying it was the other way around. So, um,
3: well, Christian Horner yeah. came out and said, by the way, Lewis, your dad rang, sent me a text.
2: <laughs> That's, that was what I Why read. Why don't they just show the text? And, and, and on, a, on the flip
6: side, Toto claims that, in fact, Christian, through one of the agencies that they deal with, approached oh. them. So oh. I, I don't know who to believe, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's uh, job, you're going to this sort of stuff with, with you know, um, the... the the top end of town aren't you all
2: right rusty so we are moved on from las vegas i mean i don't really know if that was a huge success in in some ways but anyway so they're in abu dhabi this weekend i want to know is anyone going to stop max verstappen he's taking a 19th win of the year i mean that's a crazy number of gp wins
6: can you believe it i mean really there's only one with the exception of of singapore um, for ferrari it's been red bull all year. It is and, crazy. And, and, mm. how many,
3: crazy. How many one twos have they had? It's nearly nearly all of them, isn't it?
6: I mean, this, this is an unbelievably good car. It hasn't been a super year for, um, for Sergio Perez, obviously, but Max is in rarefied air at the moment. And I think, you know, we do have to, whether you like him or you don't, you do have to stop and appreciate what he's what he's achieving. So a bit of time overnight in practice for Jack Doohan, who did a pretty good job in, in practice there for the Alpine team. He got to step behind the wheel of the, um, of the F1 car. Oscar Piastri in the top 10 at the end of practice too as well.
2: Have we ever seen such a dominance?
6: Uh, I mean, you go back over time. I mean, Martin Brundle reminded me when we were in um, in Singapore that, you know, over the, the centre years, for example, there were times where people were winning by laps, not just,
0: um, mm, yeah.
6: you know, the dominance of, of the amount of wins. So things like this aren't, aren't uh, uncommon. Um, they've unlocked and made a... a beautiful beautiful car and he's driving it in um in in a special way
3: just in las vegas piastri's effort when he got the new tires on when the last uh, few laps that was fantastic just setting the fastest lap after fastest lap
6: he at one point there was was you know challenging for a podium but it's the reaction richard of the constituents in the pit lane they've, they've realized even though he didn't walk away with some silverware in las vegas everyone's reacted very positively to that drive so he's had um, a tremendous first year with McLaren um, final outing in Abu Dhabi. And they're talking about those, those cars being pretty handy there. So let's see what tonight and tomorrow brings.
1: And Rusty final round of the supercars for the season. It's at Adelaide. It's two horse race, Shane van Gisbergen or Brody Kostecki who wins. I'm guessing if you're not committed to Red Bull, you, you're sort of crossing your fingers for a Brody Kostecki win.
6: Well, I mean, you look at Friday. Brody has opened the account in the in the perfect way in qualifying ahead of Shane and top of the order there. Shootout in one race today, another one tomorrow. It's kind of, I feel like it's Brody's to lose. The pair of them actually have immense respect for each other and regularly do things like like driver training and so on. So this will be a, a really hard-fought one this weekend. Shane's got a lot of a lot of tricks in his back pocket before he goes to NASCAR. That's it. That's um, his
1: last race, isn't it? Because he's he's yeah, off.
6: gets he off. That's great. Yeah. He's got a massive year next year, guys. Massive year. Very unlikely that we'll see him back down under. Not
1: coming back for Bathurst?
6: That doesn't look like it. I oh. don't. That's my gut feel. That's oh, my that's gut a
1: shame. Feel. Um. All right, Rusty. Always a pleasure. It's our uh, penultimate week. This week it means our last week. Next week. So we're going to come up with the best nickname for you next week. Okay. Love, love it. Wonderful. Always looking which Night. <laughs> yes, and I say we, it's like that's Richard's homework. Absolutely. You're, you're very right.
0: Oh, no. Triple M's Dead Sad Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin.
1: We ran out of time last hour for Richard's race of the day, but plenty of time for it this hour. That's what we're headlining with, and it is the $1 million Gong. Yes. Down the in gong. Wollongong, <laughs> Hembler Grange. Beautiful looking course. Do you want to do this now? Please. Okay. Well, the Gong. <laughs> is- <laughs> like we've been doing it for. <laughs> Just under a year, which we have. <laughs> oh,
3: you, you've changed my slot. But never mind. Um, Kim La Grange Racecourse, one of the great racecourses. Mm. I'll tell you. It's a very good course. They don't race on it enough on a Saturday, I don't think. So we've got the gong down there. It's a million dollars uh, up for grabs. And look, the field has been knocked around a little bit by uh, scratchings mm. because we've got a heavy track down there, or we did early this morning. Heavy eight, yeah. And if it gets any more rain, it'll be up to a nine or a mm. ten. So it could be a bit problematic for some runners. But it's still a good field. It's not. It's not. It's not the greatest field we've had in a race of this length, a mile race this this autumn or this spring, I should say. Um, but it is a good race, and I don't know. It's very open. Osapenko number three. It'll be hard to beat because he has one on a heavy track before. I love that
2: name.
1: Osapenko. Osapenko, yep. Even in the wet, though, because this is what I love. I love when it's a wet day, well, Richard, see, because roughies can get up. Often at Kembla, when the track is wet,
3: horses sail home from the back of the field out wide. Oh, backmarkers. Yeah, backmarkers seem to have a, a good run when the track gets wet at Kembla. So Osapenko's drawn barrier 10. You'd think he'd go back from Barrier 10 to find some cover and then he'll come to the outside and he could be rattling home. And I've got one here that, bit of odds, Ossipenko's pretty good odds. He's $3.20. He's got out a little I bit I hope you morning. say the one I'm thinking. Number seven, Palmetto. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> is that the one? One of them. Okay. Well, he's at $26 at the moment. Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you, I reckon he'll get back and rattle home.
1: He's almost unbeaten on wet tracks. So how about this one? If you throw this into a, a trifecta, a boxy uh, even. What about Wicklow? Well, Wicklow has had some
3: support coming in today, but he's
1: still at $21. Well, it's one third up in the past, low weight, loves the wet. Yep. Um, Back marker as well. So there's another tick. Yeah. And
3: Waller horses do tend to race best that way. And Waller horses do run well on wet tracks for some reason. So uh, I think he won four last night at Canterbury on wet tracks, Chris Wallace. So the stable is in form. So you could throw it in as well. Look, I reckon there's a good opportunity here to get a big trifecta or a big first four. Agreed.
1: You've got to go wide a bit. 3715 musts. I'm sort of playing around with uh, Detonator Jack as well. Maybe yeah, Arcado. What about Arcado? Nah, I don't know. If Scratch I, it. I <laughs> it's gone. I don't
3: know if Arcado. Well, actually, I said this last week about a few runners and they ended up filling all the
1: places. So. <laughs> That's a, The one I said. The rocket. The rocket one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got yeah, up for a yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, so well. do you want
2: to know my omen bet now?
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Go on. What is it?
2: Think... Okay. Gosford,
1: yeah. race five. Oh, it's not even this race. <laughs> no. Okay. We, we,
2: hang
3: on.
1: Hang I just, on I I a second. Can... got to go through the Gosford, bloody.
3: Gosford,
2: yeah. race five. I don't think five. there's a Gosford
1: meeting on today. I don't think there is, mate. Go, oh, yes, there is. Hang on. Yeah,
3: Gosford. Go
2: Isla Go. My daughter is named Isla. Go Isla Go. It's paying three fifteen. It is. It's a three-year-old filly.
3: Okay.
2: What do you reckon? What race?
1: Gosford
3: race, race five. <laughs>
2: right, okay. Go Isla Go. Okay. Go
1: Isla Go. Boy,
3: Which, I is it, it
2: any chance?
1: We can't recommend that with any confidence.
2: But it's paying 3.15, so.
3: Damien Lane trains it, Jenny Duggan on it. Oh, I'd say 3.10 It's one of the favourites there. It's hmm. drawn five. You've got to draw well at Gosford, so.
2: Thank me later. It's in
3: It's, it's in pretty good form. No, it's not a silly tip. Okay, all right. That's right. Candice's
1: huh? omen bet. Yes. Um, but we Get like on it. 3715 in the gong.
0: Field in the change rooms or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends: Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin.
1: The first standalone WBBL game is at the SCG tomorrow. It is the Sydney Smash Six has taken on Thunder. They're trying to break the all-time record as well uh, for a women's match: fifteen thousand five hundred and eleven. This woman will be there. Unfortunately, not on the pitch. I believe still uh, injured. Can ask her about that. Alyssa Healy. How are we this morning?
4: good morning thanks for having me
2: Alisa. how how great is it going to be at the scg tomorrow double header so much on um there for the families and the kids it's going to be a great
4: day yeah well i mean we saw the stadium series kickoff night in adelaide and that was um a great success they tend to support uh, the adelaide teams really well so it'll be nice to see if um the siders it all come out tomorrow at the scg obviously um there's a game before the, the Sydney smash, but I think the Sydney smash got that little bit extra spicy with um, the potential that uh, the game actually means something and the Sixers could knock the thunder out of the finals, which is um, yeah, which is going to be interesting.
2: The Sixers, they haven't had the season like last year, but they still mathematically have a chance of making the finals if they win tomorrow and their game after. Um, yeah, I think,
4: I think the Sixers are, are out, unfortunately, oh. after last month's results, but... The Thunder the Thunder is still in with the finals, hope they need to beat us tomorrow and um we've got the ability to keep them out of the finals so it's um it does it does actually add a little bit of extra spice um to the game which is great. Um the Sydney Smash is always well contested anyway, but uh, it should be good fun at the S C D. We haven't actually played there for, for quite a while, so it's um yeah, it's an exciting opportunity.
3: Alyssa, with your wonderful experience and, and history in the game uh, of, of women's cricket, domestically, I mean, we watch a lot of the, the international and we, we can we can see the improvement in the international game. Um, what do you think have been the major leaps forward insofar in as how the women play these days compared to when you started?
4: Um, oh, look, it's probably a hard question to answer. I think um, for me, probably... The thing that stands out the most would have to be the athleticism in the game, and I think that simply you put that down to the girls being able to be fully professional and spend time, you know, working on their craft and you know spending time in the gym and spending time out on the paddock, um, you know, learning how to move instead of just training for two hours of an evening after work. So it's, um, that's probably been the biggest shift for me, and um, that, I think does that
3: reflect much, in the field more than anywhere?
4: Yeah, I think so, and I think it's, you can see it in the young kids that are coming through. They're so much better than what we were at that age, just simply because they're, you know, they're um, they're used to watching it and yeah. they're used to going out there and doing it.
1: Hey, here's an easy question for you to answer. How's your hand? Because you had hand surgery, <laughs> uh, bad injury too. Uh, how are you feeling?
4: Um, yeah, look, it's it's going really well. Um, it looks a little bit like Frankenstein. It's yeah. like there's scars and stitches and everything everywhere. But um, at the end of the day, it's it's going really well. And I'm on track for that Indian series, which is exciting. Oh, perfect. Talking
2: about that Indian series, it's um, going to be, you know, over the Christmas period, you've got one Test match, three ODIs and three T20s. How much would you love to lead the side now that Meg has stepped aside?
4: (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, it'll be a a really amazing opportunity. if I do get the nod to to take on the captaincy. I think I never thought I'd get the opportunity to play a Test match in India. So to be able Mm. to... Um, pull on the jacket and toss a coin uh, sorry, call the coin over there in India would be, um, yeah, a huge opportunity for me and we'll have to wait and see where um, where that falls but um, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for our group to get over there and Spend some time together over that Christmas period and, and play some good hard cricket in India.
1: Well, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard, but everyone's backing you, Alyssa. You sound like <laughs> a dollar one at the moment. To take I that.
4: actually, I was just got a coffee on the way into training this morning and a guy said, G'day, Skipper. Yeah. <laughs> but well, but put
3: it, so to put it this way, if they ask you, you won't say no. Yeah.
4: Oh, I've definitely put my hand up and said I'd be open to it. There's obviously sure. a process to it and sure. probably got to make sure I'm the right one, but um, yeah. I'm more than happy to do it if need be. Um, now, when
1: is the house warming? Uh, when are we invited? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the house that Alyssa and, and, and Mitchell Stark have, have just purchased. I'm not going to embarrass you with the price of it or anything, but it is expansive and it looks beautiful.
2: I'm more interested in where are you keeping all your World Cups. St- because between <laughs> you and Mitchell, mm. I think you've got about twelve trophies, and and it's a little bit more heavier on your side. You, you know
3: that saying, "Straight to the pool room, straight to the World Cup room." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll hopefully have ample space um, to to put them all up. But yeah, it's eight four at the moment, so Mitch is slowly catching up.
1: Is it is it like a working farm situation? You're going to get some livestock, brewing some chickens, <laughs> something like that.
4: Well, I won't lie. I think um, I want a donkey and a little mini cow. I like so donkeys. Donkeys yeah, are great. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I like donkeys. I They're like sm- alpacas.
3: No. Oh. No mm.
2: good. No. No. Donkeys just, are smart.
3: Don- yeah. Donkeys are smart. People say, oh, dumb like a donkey. They're really smart.
1: There you go. Get yourself a donkey, <laughs> Alyssa. Can I sway you, you on kidding, the chickens, Roland? though? I, I thought of you this week. I read an article. There was a guy that had a chicken and it, it laid a perfectly round egg, which is apparently one in a billion chance, but he sold it for $1,400 <laughs> on eBay. No, well, I know you're not hard up for cash, Alyssa, but I just thought anyone could do it. A round egg chicken. A perfectly round egg, you know what I mean? Right. It could be the golden yeah. goose, okay, so to speak. Uh, well, I'm writing that, that down. Okay. You do keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> and thank you for joining us, and I'm sorry for, for what transpired. <laughs> <laughs> You're a legend. Best of luck in the uh, in the Sydney Smash, ladies
0: and gentlemen. If it's happening in sport, it'll get around here. The greatest. In sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends: Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin
1: make racing look easy with Sportsbet's new Fast Form, easy to use icons to help you find a winner. Fast Form, new from Sportsbet. Download the Sportsbet app today. Uh, have a look at the Cranbourne Cup, and we're doing so with our mate, the caddies back, Felix von Hoff. Good morning, my friend.
0: Oh,
7: it's all happening. Oh, hello. Yeah, lock your doors. We're heading off to Cranbourne. Hey. To Cranbourne Yes. Cranbourne Cup. Absolute. <laughs> Get dog your monkeys on. on. <laughs> Uh,
3: your your I'm best so pair
2: out
3: there. Now Cranbourne for those in our Sydney listing area yes. who so may is it not Cranbourne
2: know it, or Cranbourne or Cranbourne. Cranbourne. Cranbourne,
3: Cranbourne, right at Cranbourne. Crimeborn, Crimeborn, we like to call it. Crimeborn, yes, <laughs> okay, okay, no. Um, it, it, it sort of sits in quality, sort of like it's. It's probably a better track than, say, oh, I'm going to get into trouble now, Gosford and Wyong, but it's probably <laughs> not as good as Kembler where we're racing today. In fact, I know it isn't. Gotcha. But, but I've been there many, many times. Who
7: do you like in the cup? I warn you, I preface this, I think I'm over 17 on my last 17 racing. <laughs> yes, is yeah, that is, the in fact, the yeah. stat. Yes. We're all ears. It is <laughs> yeah. remarkable that I've been, I cannot tip a canoe. But I'm going to go with Foxy <laughs> Clear, Pat. But just reckon it's been set for this one. Busted and Young going very well. So Foxy Cleopatra sitting at $4.80 here. But I also like down the page, pounding. Back to the pet distance at the 1,600 metres. Had a couple of runs at 1,800, last start especially. Just wasn't able to run through. I reckon the pounding at $9.50 and then Foxy Cleopatra at $4.80. I'm just not high on the favourite in this one, Euphoric. So see plenty are. of chances for this one. But if you want to uh, just get down there to the Cranbourne Cup, if you are, you know, make the visit down from uh, Queensland, Sydney, or wherever you want to go to, Cranbourne's definitely one you want to put your... Uh, a little tourist pin on.
1: What's the track down there like? Is it raining?
7: Sitting uh, at a soft five, rain's meant to hit around 5pm. Okay. So it may get a little bit wet. So I, I think that uh, yeah. maybe one to pay attention to the Bureau uh, of Meteorology. I, I,
2: like, I like Just Folk
1: a, in the wet.
7: Just Folk is definitely, I can guarantee if the, if the rain opens, if the, if the gods pour it down, then Just Folk, well, that $5.50 will have a four in front of it very, very quickly. What mm.
2: colour silks?
3: Uh, they're, <laughs> it's all that I, I, I think I, about. I think they're largely blue with maybe a pink and white, Hooped sleeve? Yeah, beautiful. Oh, Very oh, in. Very in. Side,
2: I, I love a fluffy, uh, like a puffy <laughs> sleeve. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Side. Then you'd love just folk. Uh, Felix, thank you so much, my friend. We'll uh, hopefully catch up with you soon.
0: No worries. Thank you, guys. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.
1: I hope you enjoyed our penultimate show there's so, f- so few times you get to say penultimate in the year. Yes, once. Uh, yes, and it's today because uh, <laughs> next uh, week is our final show of the year. I've, I've
2: actually s- never said that word. Would you like to say it now? No, our... I, I don't Come like on, it. Come on, say it.
1: What's it. What show is this?
2: Penultimate. Well done. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yes. It's,
2: a, it's too hard to Nicely say done. that I wouldn't probably say it again. Uh,
1: I've got a surprise for you guys next week. Oh. Yeah, no, I've already really? locked it away. yeah, yeah. Uh because we're getting close to Chrissy, Ooh. So I just thought I'd do a, lot, a nice little something for you. Oh, not the presents, because then i will feel pressure to buy you one. We Don't should do feel a Chris pressure Kringle. at all. Don't we feel pressure. Sh- no, Chris, a Kringle, Chris Kringle, pain in the neck. He hates it. Is that going to be no, your grievance today? Okay. Oh, what a segue. Oh, i <laughs> until next week.
0: with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances.
3: There is nothing more annoying than listening to a horse race when they're in the final 200 metres or listening to a football match when they're just about to score a try, maybe the winning try, Mm. and you're in the tunnel and the announcement comes on your radio over the top of everything. What a pain and what a waste of time. I do not want to hear some nice lady saying, attention, tunnel drivers. Um there is congestion at the end of the west the uh, city west link. What makes the city west link or any tunnel so special you need to be told that nah. while you're driving. As soon as you drive out of the tunnel nah. there could
1: be just as much conge- congestion but no one will
0: tell if, you. This is on you man. If, it's a
1: pain. If, if, it's if, an
3: absolute if,
1: pain. If you're so invested pull over before you get in the tunnel. What you know on what the I freeway? Way? Which you'll get booked we'll Don't for. get on the freeway. She's only trying
2: just to be wait. nice to notify you. No, no. They just, some goose,
3: goose. <laughs> in yep. the public service mm-hmm. decided that it would be a good idea if we could, you know, tell the people driving the cars there might be some congestion in the yeah. tunnel. What
2: is annoying when it does come over your radio and it's got nothing to do with the actual direction that you're going in. It's, it's another thing. completely on the other uh, side.
3: Uh, you know, why don't they just flash a sign? I'll read it if I want. But, you know, as soon as you get out of the tunnel, no one tells you anything. Hey,
1: this is a fickle industry. I could be working in tunnel radio at the end of my career. <laughs> and oh, so I, I will not be a part of, of this. Tunnel radio. <laughs> <laughs> tunnel great. radio.
0: <laughs> tunnel FM.
1: should be blown up. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, here's working in a coal mine <laughs> on tunnel radio.
7: <laughs> That's it, Legends. We'll catch you next week.